Every day, consumers are trying to stay ahead of internet trends. Business owners are fighting an all-out online marketing war. Stay tuned this hour to hear the cutting-edge web trends, both domestic and foreign. It's time you knew what to look out for while online and how your business can increase sales without wearing yourself thin. I need those leads and I need them now or I'm out. This is Edge of the Web Radio, presented by Indy's web design and marketing experts, Site Strategics. Online at sitestrategics.com. It's time to hear from your good guys in today's web world. Alongside John Thompson, here's Aaron Sparks. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I need my leads, I need them now. <laughs> hey, today on the edge, uh, you want to hear from another. Site Strategic Success Story, here's a great one. Sarah Fisher Hartman Racing will be talking to their marketing manager, Drew Coombs. We'll go over what we were able to achieve with them last season and what's on deck for this season on IndyCar and SEO. Also, how to start getting reviews from your customers. We talk about it, but yeah, we'll get some tips on how to do that. Good afternoon. I'm Aaron Sparks. Joining me in studio is John Thompson from Site Strategics and Doug Carr from Marketing Tech Blog. Say Here. hello. Here. They're Check. All, they're all present and accounted for. <laughs> Every week we bring you the latest internet marketing and mobile marketing trends and the cutting edge internet marketing news uh, to use for a more effective and successful online strategy. Basically, to, so you can save time in what you're doing and use some of our, our tips and techniques and some of our information to help improve your, your own online presence. And, Don't you know, use some of it. Use all of it. Well, yeah, but... <laughs> If you need somebody to actually manage that for yeah. you, I, I got a number for you to call. That's 877-364-9322, or actually call the local number at 317-882-8500. Um, this show is delivered to you by Site Strategics. We're a local Indianapolis web design and internet marketing company. We're also known locally and nationally for search engine optimization, and as well as crumpling paper. Uh, you know, well, that translates into Google dominance that will actually translate into sales, not just good rankings. For free consultation, contact us at sitestrategics.com. That's S-I-T-E, strategics, with an I-C-S, dot com. Or you can just Indi- you know, search Indiana's SEO. Guess what? We're number one. Or go down for a cup of coffee. Or, you know what? Come down to a, for a cup of coffee. We got we just got a, 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 a what was it, a K-cup machine? Oh, He's nice. only a year behind, folks. Oh. Nice. It's a good machine, though, still. And we got hot cider and, oh. and, 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 and oh, my gosh, it's, a, it's awesome. <laughs> So come on down for the hot side. Come on down for the hot side. <laughs> you can get hold of us at sitestrategics.com. This show is actually uh, online on a different domain. That's actually edgeofthewebradio.com. We house a lot of all the podcasts, all the videos that we take. We actually are taking videos on a regular basis. And right, so there you are. See, um, we're actually uh, doing that regularly and posting them up through YouTube. So you can find us at youtube.com forward slash site strategics. Subscribe to that channel because there's a lot of great information. We're doing a lot of uh, uh, screenshots and different tips on the screen that we really can't do obviously on the radio. So we take the opportunity to, to make our story in a little bit different form uh, whenever you see it vi- uh, online. Uh, our Twitter handles are at Aaron Sparks. That's E-R-I-N Sparks. John, that's at J-O-N Thompson. And Doug is at Douglas Carr, K-A-R-R. Before anything else, let's just go and find out what's hot off the presses on today's new web world internet marketing news. Are you listening to me? The latest internet marketing news. 
<laughs> hey, uh, John. Yes, sir. You know what's going on on Facebook? Oh, who cares? They're adding <laughs> hashtags. <laughs> Nobody cares. Wow. You're, you're a little negative today. <laughs> Just today, Doug? Yeah. My negative, Just today? My negative T. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, guess what, John? What's that? Facebook is actually entering in the world of searchable terms. Outside of their own search engine, they're actually going to be introducing hashtags to get with the rest of the social media. Don't you remember when we were begging them to do that? Yep. I do. This only matters to people that have their Twitter go through their Facebook page. No, that's not true. (laughs) That's not true. With the new Facebook layout, Mm -hmm. it... They basically have a search bar where you can search for anything now. They want to become a search engine. Okay. They're getting into the Google world. They're yep. going to start attacking that. So next this... next up, Facebook browser. I'm telling now you. Now you're saying that. I'm Wait. telling you. Where is that Facebook phone, by the way? I, I don't know. Did they, they, they ever even reach market? I don't think it did. I don't think so. Well, uh, check that out. There's, there's, there's new stuff, and they haven't actually officially announced it, but there's there's some some great new information. Check us out on edgelubradio.com. We have the link to the story. Um, the story was by Mary Elizabeth Diamanco. Uh, we got a story from Search Engine Land. Um, is Bing testing subject ship? rather than authorship in its search results? It's a subject ship. Oh, this is bigger news than hashtags here. Oh, okay. Well, okay. We'll take you it away, John. You think Bing is bigger That's news right. than Facebook? Hey, I think he's got his priorities completely got, Wow. They've got a larger search market Do share. tell, Mr. IE6. <laughs> <laughs> There's still 15% of the search engine uh-huh. market share. Mm. So. Tell us about this, John. It's basically the same thing as the authorship. It's their their version of it, but they're they're going after it in a different way. You don't have to have the tie-in. I, I don't believe you have to have the tie-in as you do with the authorship. Mm-hmm. So so basically, you don't have to do anything to set it up. They just find your author name, your author picture? Well, they're building a subject knowledge base. Okay. So what they're doing is tagging content, and they've got uh, this, this type of algorithm that's actually measuring not only the value, not only, but also the shareability and, and what's starting to resonate around different, different uh, uh, topics and, and literally have that affixed to different pages, different posts. So you're going to have not just uh, – you're going to be parking your document – in a, in a in a in a tag basin basically, and okay. as the value of that that page or that post it goes up, you're going to have a little bit more rank juice there. Wow. Right. So why should we care? It's because photos have a better click through rate than mm-hmm. regular links, and if you're gunning in Bing, which I think it's always good not to be putting your eggs in one basket, which is Google. Yep. Then they Bing is the best that. search engine nobody uses. <laughs> I'm serious. I'd agree with that. They are. Everybody's just so used to going to Google. Yeah. That they don't use. Yeah, Bing. check out Bing because they got a lot of neat things. They got a lot. They got the niche, the neat panel areas where yeah. you can have the social interaction as well. Well, and Google's copied a lot from them. Yep. They, so yeah, they're doing a heck of a lot of neat uh, intuitive design there as well. Yeah. Uh, another story here, and this was a, a neat report actually um, came from uh, uh, Emil uh, Pertal. Oh my, oh my gosh. gosh. <laughs> Sorry about that. That guy's getting come after He's, he's going to hate me for that. <laughs> yeah. But it's from Next. <laughs> Protalski. Uh, from Next Web. Uh, there's a, there's a, uh, a, a survey out, and actually, it's a report that came out just recently talking about how many internet connected devices with apps are in, in uh, the U.S. across the country. Would you believe this is an astounding number? 500 million 
connected devices with an average of 5.7 devices per household oh, yeah, in America. But in we America. use like two of them. Right? I, I kill it. Yeah. <laughs> Doug's got the, 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 oh, the third and fourth screen going on here. Yeah. But basically, there was there was latest findings from the NPD group, which surveyed more than 4,000 U.S. customers, 18, year old, 18 years old and up, and the firm defines an internet-connected device as one that delivers applications such as computer tablets, smartphones, HD TVs, Blu-ray disc players, video game consoles. There you go, yeah. video game consoles. That's, all, <laughs> that's that skewed the right. entire thing. Right. Xbox, <laughs> Wii... Yep. And they refer to apps as software in general as opposed to devices that Apple access. TV. Yep. Yeah. Apple TV. That Apple TV uses. rocks. Apple TV does rock. It really oh does. Gosh. It really does. So hey, when you can sit there and stream a high-def video from mm-hmm. your phone Netflix to your TV, <laughs> to your TV just by going play. Yep. Hulu Plus. No, you can't but, do but, it. But with you know that. what? But you know what, Doug? Stop it. There, there's, there's an ergonomic problem with Apple TV. Their remote is so bloody small. I got four kids. No, 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 no. You just download the remote. I know, app on I your know. IPhone, they lose that to too. They, they mug me for my phone whenever I walk in the house. I don't know where my phone goes. They Literally, had five designers make that remote. <laughs> Probably so. <laughs> I tell you what. Hey, we got a newsletter sign up. We're always sending out. I don't know. He's Mr. Nate. What is today. wrong with him today? I don't know. Jeez. We got a newsletter sign up. Uh, go to sitestrategics.com or edgeofthewebradio.com and sign up for a newsletter. We're actually sending out information about our upcoming show, all the different news articles, as well as a pro SEO tip, uh, links to our videos, as well as links to a couple other things on this. Check it out and uh, sign up. Uh, we'd be happy to have you. Coming up, one of our favorite clients, Sarah Fisher Hartman Racing. We were commissioned last year to develop a whole new site for them and wait till you hear what we were able to accomplish. That's next. Also, we talked about reviews for your customers. How do you get them? Well, stay tuned. We're going to be talking about that a little bit later. Stay tuned. You're listening to Edge of the Web Radio with Aaron Sparks. We're online with exclusive podcasts, the latest web news and links at edgeofthewebradio.com. What internet marketing expert should you spend your valuable time listening to? Listen to someone who has over 20 years of web marketing experience and hundreds of website marketing success stories. That man is Aaron Sparks from Site Strategics. This is Get Those Wonderful Toys. And this is Edge of the Web Radio. All right. Thanks for listening. I'm Aaron Sparks, joined by my colleague John Thompson with Site Strategics. Check us out at sitestrategics.com. We are your local internet marketing management company. We do cost-effective web design with Google, Yahoo, and Bing search engine marketing management that not only provides you great rankings on searches, but also translates into actual sales. Right, guys? Yes. Absolutely. So, you know what? Come in, have a cup of coffee. Let's talk about your online success. I tell you what. We like to showcase a client every once in a while, Site Strategics, every so often, and some success stories are really exciting and high energy, and this is one type of client. Yes, it's IndyCar time. And we were actually hired prior to the 2012 IndyCar racing season by local celebrity racing team Sarah Fisher Hartman Racing. And we are proud to have the director of marketing for Sarah Fisher Hartman Racing, Drew Coombs. Hello, sir. Hello, Aaron. How are you, sir? I'm very good. Very good. Thank you so much for joining today. I know you have a really busy schedule. You're about to get you're 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 about to have a race here real soon, aren't you? 
Yes, very. Actually, we're standing in St. Pete, Florida right now in preparation for our first race. That's Track awesome. activity starts tomorrow, and uh, gearing up for the season should be a good one. You better believe it. And we're going to be with you all the way through um, – uh, your, your your company, your organization, Sarah Fisher Hartman, actually hired Site Strategics on at the beginning of the, the 2012 season, actually a, a good deal before that. Can you tell us uh, a little bit of a, about your involvement with Sarah Fisher and what issues you that you had with your web traffic prior to us working together? Sure. Well, you know, so it all started. Um, I wanted to do something different with the website. I wanted to do something unique no other team has. If you, if you compare... All the other race teams, it's very simple. They have contact information, pictures, mm-hmm. and and just some basic information about them, maybe their latest press release. What I wanted to do, rather than engaging and attracting just uh, a fan to a specific driver or a specific team, I wanted to engage and attract all race fans of, of the broad IndyCar fan, not just, for say uh, uh, Elio Castro Neves, he doesn't drive for us. I wanted to attract every every type of fan there was of specific drivers, so right. that we could have one spot, one piece of uh, solid information for everyone that came to it. So what I did is I went through and I I interviewed at least ten different companies. Some of them local, some of them nationwide. Site Strategics is one of them, and and you guys, you just you just understood what i was trying to accomplish and uh and well here we are today excellent oh that's that's fantastic so we work together on on a, a couple of things here and and um uh we talked a, a bit about uh, kind of in a con- concise conversation really talking about that the fan focus and actually developing content where the fans can actually interact and understand and, and search more about indycar not just sarah fisher's uh Fan fan base or loyalty base, right? Exactly. I mean, it was uh, you know I will never forget. We sat there and I was trying to go through everything I wanted to accomplish, and I said I wanted to have a good amount of information about the specific racetracks. And then you guys took it to a whole new level and created uh, made that actual actually almost the centerpiece mm-hmm. of how traffic is found. And it's uh, and not a day goes past or a week goes past when, when a new client or a new prospect goes to our website, they we get complimented on how the racetrack is laid out, how it's set up, or the racetrack pages are mm-hmm. laid out and set up. Mm-hmm. So Excellent. that works for us. I mean, that's that's a big, to, to that specific uh, area, it's really turned into quite the hot spot for us. That's great. I greatly appreciate it. We really enjoyed actually getting everything going for you. Going back in time on, on how everything started, uh, we had a December launch of 2011, if you remember that. Um, I know you do, <laughs> because we had we had a sprint to actually build. Because the thing is, is that you had just changed domain names, right? Yeah, actually, at that time, frame, I, I brought you guys in at the most inconvenient time, basically. <laughs> uh, you know, it was... Sarah Fisher Racing as the company. That was the name of it. Well, then, as time progressed, uh, one of our loyal supporters, Hartman Boyle, uh, also Mr. Hartman, mm-hmm. he, he was he was always there supporting us in the back end. Well, as, as, as we wanted to expand and go full-time racing and, and uh, go to every single race and really grow our program, Sarah brought him on as an investor and then eventually became a partner. So at that time, it became Sarah Fisher Hartman Racing. That's well, right. That's where 
you guys came in and I said, well, we, ha- we have to all this traffic that is already going to both SarahFisher.com, SarahFisherRacing.com now needs to be directed to uh, the Sarah Fisher Hartman domain name. And I also wanted needed help separating SarahFisher.com from the team and making it its own website. So there was, there was quite a lot of legwork to get all that redirected and, and point and, and doing the right thing it needed to do. And uh, to start all off, I think it was on December 11th, we actually had um, a 14-hour sprint. Uh, you and I did actually building the, the the brand new the the initial sfhracing.com for your presser that you were announcing Joseph Newgarden as your new racer, right? Yeah, that was uh, so. You know, in the world of racing, everything's you think about it, you think about it, you think about it, and then and then all of a sudden, boom, it hits. it's here, and, <laughs> and you have you have very little time to make anything happen. That does that goes for everything, not just websites. This is the nature of the beast, and I, I'll never forget. I called you, Aaron, and said, "Hey, I got a, I got a problem. We, we moved our, our announcement up a week. We're going to get a, a lot of traffic starting tomorrow with the, the announcement of uh, both yep. Mr. Hartman coming on board and Joseph Newgarden. I need this done overnight, and then we literally <laughs> spent 14 hours doing it. And we were both up through all hours of the night making it happen. Nice. That's right. It was good. Yes. And what's really cool is that uh, we had analytics going on. We saw it real time as uh, as every place around the country converged on that brand new website. Wow. It was just it was really dramatic. So uh, fast forward, we got that done, and then we had a, we walked through the strategy of actually building IndyCar racetrack sub areas right in inside of the entire site. Um, we went through uh, what happened during our discussions. What was your experience with the staff of Site Strategics? It was uh, well. The staff, first of all, was great. Um, That's you, they, John. They, by the way, you listened. They listened. They they took notes and they not, they repeated everything I back that I said back to me. Is this um, the same John that's sitting every, next to which, me? Which is something I don't normally do. <laughs> so it was it was a good experience. Um, it was uh, you know that's going back to what I said about when I interviewed nine or ten different companies. That's that's an example of you you guys. They just got it. Cool. They really did. They just understood what I was trying to accomplish. And there was other guys, you know, talking, oh, we need to do this crazy design. I wasn't as concerned about the design element mm-hmm. um, as much as I was the website actually working for us, making it an, as- an asset such as SEO. And yep. I wanted the design to be kind of a warm family brand, but nothing over the top. And that's exactly what you know we build over 200 pages of content we actually put together different hangout subsections of the website regarding different tracks for example the streets of st petersburg where uh, literally we have track info news uh, ticket information parking information hotels and uh, we built everything around what was consumer intent understanding what the fans were looking for and would you believe uh, guess what? That strategy worked, and all of a sudden, uh, when we launched on the, uh, the 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 twenty fourth of March last year, we uh, we exploded with all these unique long tail terms that started just to skyrocket. And uh, as we proceeded through the entire uh, season, each racetrack started to just generate its own bubble of information awesome. based on the, the 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 focus strategy that we were coming up with. Right, Drew. Exactly. I'll never forget uh, an example. So it was literally race day morning, and mm-hmm. Aaron sends me a text and says, <laughs> check this out. Or maybe it was an email. Either way, 
I check it out, and it's it's a it's a search term that he that someone used, and it said bar with the view of St. Pete track. That was something someone Googled, and our website was the first one to pop up, and he, he sent me the the results of that. And from that very moment on, I knew that that the racetrack piece mm-hmm. of the website essentially became the most important part of the website, which is very cool because when I got that email, I literally walked straight over to Sarah and said, look at this. <laughs> so it was, uh, it, was pr- it was pretty funny, and that was literally walking out to the grid the race day morning. So oh, that's it was, awesome. It was pretty cool. Well, you're listening to Edge of the Web Radio. We're talking to the Director of Marketing for Sarah Fisher Hartman Racing, Drew Coombs, and their success with our firm, Site Strategics. So we launched the website on uh, March 21st, and, and after a few days, our landing pages started to come up. Um, how do the fa- race fans actually respond to the site? You know, actually, uh, there's a, a common um, website called Track Form. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's... it's uh, Every diehard race fan in the world uses this thing, and they all go on there and gossip about this or what they know or what they don't know. Um, From the moment that website launched, it was roughly, I want to say an hour. Matter of fact, we were in in, in Sebring, Florida at a test. An hour later, I had an email from a random fan saying, very nice job on the new website, and they put a link to an entire thread Specifically about our website. Oh, awesome! For for a fan to comment, if you if you read through it, uh, you, you don't ever see anyone talking about a, a race team's website. So there was another milestone for us. We we're the only team ever to have a, a conversation just about a website on one of the world's biggest race forms. There you go. Well, uh, we we launched with a with with a, with, a, with a good deal of of uh, wind behind our sails in here, and uh, they're number one. They're still number one for Streets of Belle Isle. If you actually search Streets, streets of Belle Isle right now, we're actually outranking Wikipedia. We actually outrank IndyCar.com uh, for for those terms and a lot of other terms like uh, Baltimore IndyCar race, Indy Baltimore, Edmonton IndyCar, all the terms of, of last season as well as this season and are coming up for those those landing pages. So uh, we're really excited about taking on this new season with you, Drew. Um, I, guess that, I guess that means we just, if, since we're number one on the website at Bell Isle, I guess that just means we have to win the race. Right? I'm thinking so. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean I'm, 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 I'm holding the flag out there for you. We was, got, we was got there, it out there. Very good. Was there another <laughs> option there? <laughs> Did you really have another option with Sarah? <laughs> no, I see you set you set the bar real high for us. Now I got it. Whatever the website is, I got to match that at least. <laughs> you got it. Well, we're we're going after new stuff this year. We're actually going after larger and more general IndyCar terms, IndyCar 2013. So we we've got our own job uh, focused on as well. Uh, you know, there's a lot of things that that we're adding into this race, this uh, domain this year, and it's very very soon to launch here. It's F S F H are racing uh sfhracing.com uh, we're doing a, a lot of updated designs uh, a new seo pursuit like i said and maybe even an app uh, what do you think there drew you know maybe yeah uh it, it, it it's definitely going back to what i said <laughs> if you look at if if you look at everyone it seems like everyone in the world has some smartphone in their in their hand so I think that's something we have to take advantage of and that's uh, right. and, and, and make it more accessible to the fan, uh, even more so than just the website. 
Very cool. Well, you know, thank you so much for your time today, Drew. We really appreciate being a, 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 a developer and a partner in your online strategy. And we look forward to a heck of a lot more seasons ahead. Uh, have a great race at St. Pete's. We're going to be watching and obviously communicating and, and working with you on the social side of things. But uh, we just want to really thank you for coming on. I know it's a real busy weekend for you. Yes, sir. Hey, as always, my pleasure. Appreciate everything you do. Um, look forward to working together again this season. That's great. Thank you so much. All right, coming up, we've got the man who uncovers online myths and gives us just what came out today in the online marketing trends and tools. He'll completely change your online marketing life. This is going to be Douglas Carr with Marketing Tech Blog. This is Edge of the Web Radio. You're listening to Edge of the Web Radio with Aaron Sparks. We're online with exclusive podcasts, the latest web news and links at edgeofthewebradio.com. You're listening to Edge of the Web Radio with Aaron Sparks. We're online with exclusive podcasts, the latest web news, and links at edgeofthewebradio.com. Here's Aaron Sparks. You're listening to Edge of the Web Radio. We're talking about internet marketing and internet content trends of 2013 that you'll hear nowhere else. Um, well, maybe a few places else, but not nearly as great. In presentation. That's what I'm saying. Mixed in with some anti-government <laughs> stuff. That's all the B-roll. Rants in the B-roll. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to see here, folks. Nothing Moving along. Moving along. Move along. <laughs> no politics here. This is the show presented by <laughs> Site Strategics. Uh, we're a local face-to-face web design internet marketing company. We also manage social media, and we manage. We are sometimes the voice for a lot of our clients who, who don't have the time or the expertise in, in how to engage on the social media front, you can always contact us at 317-882-8500 or which is toll free at 877-SEO for web or that translates into 877-736-4932. You can find us online at sitestrategics.com. You can catch all the information of the show at edgeofthewebradio.com. Now I bring my brother from another mother. That's a... (laughs) That just is frightening. <laughs> it sends if chills down your spine. If she's out there, dude. I'm frightened. <laughs> uh, this is uh, Douglas Carr from Marketing Tech Blog. Throughout human history, we have been dependent on machines to survive. Marketing Tech Blog. Um, we we uh, talk a lot about WordPress, right? Yep. You yeah. guys love WordPress. Woo-hoo. We love WordPress. Um, so nice discovery, discovered a, uh, paid, paid, uh, plugin, which is always like, uh, there's this enemy thing going between WordPress and their paid. Mm-hmm. Well, you really uh, have to excel to be a paid WordPress plugin. I think you do. I think you do. But I, I like the fact that you can pay for some of them. You can get support. You mm-hmm. can yep, get, you get that right. Um, I want these guys to be able to make a living, but, uh, found Pippity, P-I-P-P-I-T-Y. It's, uh, I just want you to say that name again. Pippity. Pippity, pippity, pippity. I appreciate Wait, that. Wait, pippity, pippity <laughs> is a pop-up plugin. Oh my gosh. Yeah, pippity is a WordPress pop-up plugin. There you go. There you go. Pippity is a WordPress pop-up plugin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a really cool tool, basically. What they've done is they've actually created kind of a theme directory for pop-ups. Mm-hmm. Um, so oh, cool. these are, and they have automatic settings. So if you want, uh, if you've ever been to a, a site and you see a div, and this is a div pop-up. This, is, this mm-hmm. isn't one of those evil, it opens a new window behind or mm-hmm. in front. Pop under. This is literally uh, overlays a new layer onto the page. 
and you might have a subscription form on there or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so what does that mean for the people who don't know what? What a that means is basically is... people are visiting your website every single day, and a lot of them don't take the time. John, to actually not click... your website. Yeah, not your website. Well, I, nobody goes to mine. Take, <laughs> they actually don't take the time to click through and either subscribe <clears throat> or download or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, these overlays are a little bit more in your face, so they're interruptive. Okay. Um, so as you're reading the page, maybe 30 seconds into it, up pops and says, hey, if you really like our content, do this or, okay. or, or do that. Mm-hmm. Um, people, uh, opponents of it say, oh, my God, you got a, something that's in my way. I hate sound your really site. terrible. I know. They, they do, too. That's exactly the <laughs> way they sound. Um, but uh, proponents of it will tell you that the click-through rates on these and the subscription rates are incredibly high. Mm-hmm. That, that it really does entice people into connecting with you. Okay. Um, they have a bunch of different ones. They have like a drop-down toolbar. They have a pop-up uh, window. They have all kinds of different themes. They're all very nicely built. Um, so I'd, I'd encourage people to, to, to go check it out. And you can set things like only on first visit. And, um, I like that. And then it even comes with its own A-B tester. So oh, you cool. can actually test like multiple, to- multiple kinds of pop-ups uh, and see which one gets the most response, which very is cool. really cool. Uh, gotta be able to test the stuff. Yeah, you gotta test the stuff. Um, <clears throat> we did a little test on our own. Mm-hmm. So we were talking about Google co-occurrence, uh, and this is pretty pretty cool. Um, this is Nikhil, our, our SEO analyst, uh, basically did a post and uh, or or no, he was doing a test where he he noticed that WordPress, when he did a search for WordPress, up came up this this description. It was like a semantic something something engine. But he noticed that that was nowhere on the WordPress site. So at WordPress.com, it was a, uh, and I can tell you the exactly what it was, mm-hmm. um, a semantic personal publishing platform. Hmm. Now, it's the meta description. So it's the description below the mm-hmm. entry in the search engine page. But it is nowhere on their website. It's not in their meta description. It's not in their website. It's not on any automatic website that points to the website. Mm-hmm. Yet. It got in there. It's the description. So Nikhil did some testing. And lo and behold, he found that it's probably one of the most popular terms that describes WordPress. Okay. Um, uh, okay. And it's off of another site, off of a different site. What hmm. we're getting at here is that WordPress didn't put their own meta description in. Mm-hmm. So they didn't dictate what they mm-hmm. wanted to be the description. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But this is a pretty fascinating thing that Google actually took a term that is off of a different site and put it and in. put it in place. Because there was maybe a vacuum or did they actually look at the more the 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 the, 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 the richness of those terms and the You said they didn't put the meta in, right? Yeah, they did not have a meta description. So it sounds like it was a vacuum. I couldn't imagine them. Like, can you imagine like a bad branding of a client that gets put into the meta description? Oh, that would be funny. Because that's what they're known for. Yeah. Yeah. No way. Wow. But it it just goes to show you uh, the power of of Google that that they understand what the terms are Mm -hmm. that your site should be ranking Mm -hmm. for, whether you utilize them or not. Mm Mm-hmm. How they know the keywords oh, that you're saying. I don't like that. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you're listening to Edge of the Web Radio with Douglas Carr from Marketing, Marketing Tech Blog. Sorry, just wanted to let, let your listeners know that 
Well, that was nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. So uh, we talked a little bit about business-to-business alternative marketing. Mm-hmm. If you've got a business out there and you've got competitors, believe it or not, when people are either upset at the competitor mm-hmm. or they're researching it, they will do searches. Very common searches that people will do are alternative to. So let's say it was let's say it was uh, Google, alternative to Google, similar to Google, uh, alternative website website like Google. Right. Um, people do these searches millions of times a day. Uh, what we've seen, and and the our client does a fantastic job at it, is Formstack actually put up an internal web page and it said alternative to Wufu. Uh, Wufu is another form you know service out there. Now, they didn't bash their competitors. They were actually very gracious. But they put, here are the distinct differences between our services. Nice. And it's no, one of their number one converting pages. That's really good strategy It's right at there. the top of the search search engine results for alternative to um, hmm. Wufu. Um, so think about that when you're building your own business. Now, again, I would say you have to be a nice person. Absolutely. About this. If you start saying disparaging or untrue things about your competitors, you're going to get in trouble. But letting your competitors know mm-hmm. or letting letting the audience know that you are an alternative to another service right. is not Right. Illegal or you know or any way shape or form. You know, Doug, we actually sometimes suggest our clients whenever we're when we're going down that road is actually put together more a helpful type of how to compare services. Maybe oh, not actually great idea. target yeah. the particular yeah. company, but here's what you should do. And here's a checklist of things of actually how to how to we, vet out one service as opposed yeah, to another. Put out yep. a white paper on it. Yeah. Put out a yeah. let, how do you pick a you know in Indianapolis SEO company? Just search <laughs> Indiana yeah. SEO. Oh, and if they come to the top, you need to. <laughs> but yeah, but this is this is literally use their name, because that's what people are doing. Mm-hmm. If if uh, you know if you wanted an alternative to let's say QuickBooks, which is you know an invoicing and 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 accounting app, you Love would it. write in Google alternative to QuickBooks and FreshBooks pops and right up. FreshBooks is up there, you know. But but uh, but they're companies aren't capitalizing on that because they get mm-hmm. a little bit you know worried about about playing that game mm-hmm. um, as long as you're honest and truthful it's not a not a bad thing um, we have a social scoring engagement article that is uh, that's fantastic put out by right on interactive they have a uh, a new uh, white paper if you subscribe to the marketing tech blog you'll get a download link on Monday uh, for it so oh, cool. read up on that and that's just showing how how people's activity on on social mm-hmm. is impacting their activity uh, to the conversion trail. So they will talk to you more. They will retweet. They will, um, and and those are indicators of behavior. Absolutely. The, the last one that I wanted to talk about was UpCity. This is previously uh, DIY SEO. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so glad they changed their name. Mm-hmm. Um, so. But uh, UpCity is basically an inbound marketing site for small businesses. Um, we talk a lot with with uh, there's all these fantastic SEO platforms out there mm-hmm. that are thousands of dollars a mm-hmm. month. Right. Literally, they're thousands of dollars a month. And then there's all these social apps out there that are thousands of dollars a month. Yep. The fascinating thing about UpCity is a small business can get in the door for, for like forty nine dollars a month. I thought it, I think it's twenty. <clears throat> twenty. So okay. Twenty. Started. And it basically gives you a checklist of things to do uh, to help your social and search uh, engagement. Um, it's not thorough. It's very basic. But for the price, 
it's it's fantastic. I think it's great, and yeah. I think they even have a, a well. They'll they'll take more of that and do mm-hmm. it the, for you, where it's like 150 starting. Yeah. So. Yeah. So website optimization, local optimization, social media optimization, reputation management, and blogging, they, they basically help you Very do cool. all of those things. All right. Well, thanks, Doug, for Marketing Tech Blog, always bringing a great and unique perspective to today's endless internet landscape. Uh, it's great information. Always check them out at Marketing Tech Blog. How else can they get a hold of you, uh, Doug? Uh, MKTG Tech mm-hmm. Blog on Twitter. Mm-hmm. They can look up Marketing Technology on Facebook and find us. Yep. We're on Google Plus as well. Download our apps on Android and iPhone. Uh, iPad coming soon. Uh, oh, cool! You name it, you can get a hold of us. And and the good thing is we put the podcast on there as well. Uh, we put this podcast on there as well and the videos. So. Very cool. All right, coming up, we're talking about how to get customer reviews. And we know they affect your local SEO rankings as well as organic rankings. We're going to give you some great tips on just how to do that. You're listening to Edge of the Web Radio with Aaron Sparks. We're online with exclusive podcasts, the latest web news, and links at edgeofthewebradio.com. Even the top online marketing and search engine optimization firms have been caught cheating this past year as Google keeps changing the game. Well, there's a local web marketing company that has stayed ahead of the Google Worldwide machine, Site Strategics. Online at sitestrategics.com. And this is Edge of the Web Radio. Here's your host, Aaron Sparks. Thank you for listening. I'm Aaron Sparks. Joining with me, joining me is John Thompson from Site Strategics, as well as Doug Carr from Marketing Tech Blog. Uh, if you're new to the show, this show is actually presented by Site Strategics. You can check us out at sitestrategics.com. We're your local Indianapolis. Uh, internet marketing company, and we're doing cost-effective web design, but focusing on Google, Yahoo, and Bing. We are specialists in search engine marketing management that only provides you great rankings, but also translates into sales. If you're just tuning in, it's time to look back at some of the discussions that we've been having today. Edge of the Web Radio. Rewind. All right. Well, if you if you didn't catch it, you want to catch it on podcast. We every once in a while bring one of our own uh, uh, clients to bear and and showcase what we've done for them. This uh, this showcase was Sarah Fisher Hartman Racing. Uh, we talked about what we did last season. Brought them. 726% increase in organic, non-branded, non-serificial related traffic in the first three months of their site launch. And uh, they had, we brought a brand new website with a brand new domain. Uh, it was national focus with a unique strategy. It was focusing on fan intent, uh, likes, and, and uh, not branding Sarah or our team. We want to thank Drew Coombs, the director of marketing from Sarah Fisher Hartman Racing, for spending time with us today. It was really cool. So check that out. Absolutely. You know, check it out online and uh, download it from iTunes. Well, hey, there's a newsletter that we want you to sign up for because we're always sending out good information prior to the show. We're going to tell you what is coming up on the show uh, that that next Saturday. So if you're interested, uh, jump online, go to sitestrategics.com or edgeofthewebradio.com, and you'll be able to sign up right there. No obligations, free of charge, and, uh, and you know what? You'll also get some pro tips and neat links uh, from that newsletter. We had a great time at Revenue North this past Thursday. Thanks for everybody who came out to see us. Uh, if you'd like to download my presentation, uh, you can go to edgeofthewebradio.com or Site Strategics. There you'll find the download link to our slideshow. Sh- slideshow. <laughs> 
I thought Ed Sullivan there. Um, that's another name you have no idea really about. Good yeah. really, really good shoe today. Uh, have a read through. We had a really good time putting that together. I like uh, those uh, chocolate mint brownies they had. Oh. <laughs> I didn't get one of those, John. <laughs> they were really good. I missed that too. <laughs> All right, we got an article uh, from Kuzai, an article by uh, by Lenka Estanova. Tell you what, uh, we're talking about how to get customer reviews uh, on your website. We talk a lot about that. You know, reviews offer customers a way to find whether a product or service is worth buying or not. Right? We check for reviews online regularly, and there's a local consumer review report done in 2012, a study that showed that there's a staggering 72% of people that online reviews are as valuable as personal recommendations, guys. That goes that goes towards what the entire review environment's really all about. I'd say absolutely. I mean, Amazon is one of those places that mm-hmm. I wouldn't buy a product unless I'm looking at a four or five star review on the product normally. Right. You know, and if I see a three, I'll go and read the reviews and make mm-hmm. sure that, you know, um, it's worthwhile. For and especially those wolf shirts. The three yeah. wolf shirt <laughs> with the full moon. It'll change your life. 30,000 reviews of it'll three cha- wolf shirts. It'll change your life. <laughs> yeah. There's a video up there now. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And it's done like a. Uh, it's done like a real musical. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, that's funny. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, back to the topic at hand. <laughs> in a dush, in but, addition. But it's a good example of how absolutely. a review can just yeah, blossom. Can blossom. So, so take them serious. Yeah. Have some fun with them. Absolutely. And engage, because that's where you can actually engage with your customers as well. Over half of respondents from that survey, 52%, said they, were more, they are more likely to purchase from a local company if it has positive reviews. It's fair to say more and more of us pay close attention to online reviews, and they play an important part in the purchasing decision-making process. So they all, we also talk about this as being applicable to local SEO rankings. We see higher reviews make higher listing in that six, seven pack, five pack, whatever it is for the local places and the local review section of the search. It makes sense. That's right. So how do we get, uh, how do we get uh, reviews on our site guys? Do we pay for them? Well, I think it all, no. yeah. And I think it all depends on the type of service. No, that but you, you can't entice people. Yeah, them. sure. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Well, I mean, there's 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 a, there's a number of ways to encourage your your customers to review your business. Google's Google likes online online reviews, and you should do as well. Um, you know, one of the things that you should do is uh, one. You know, diversity. Pick uh, put together a plan first. You want to you want to have a strategy, okay? Um, and you want to go into into this with not only Google Plus as your review uh, point of, of contact, but but on top of that, you know, uh, you should focus on Yelp, Review Center. Uh, there's another one, Brown Book, uh, Tipped, Free Index. All these are review sites that people pay attention to. Yeah, I like what you just said. Mm-hmm. The article makes me mad because they said come up with a strategy. Yeah, but yeah. you actually said what the strategy was. Yeah, yeah. like. <laughs> Come on, guys. That's true. <laughs> Come up with a strategy. Well, if I knew what I was doing, I wouldn't <laughs> need to read your article. Make good products and services. Yeah, yeah. well, that, that, that's that, that's first. Before anything else, if your service is terrible, don't go try to get some reviews. I mean, <laughs> it's a cart before the horse there. Yeah. Now, you know, Google Plus is a no-brainer when it comes to gaining reviews. However, you should focus on those others. Um, you know, uh, make it simple. 
and ask it ask for a review at the, at the right time before you ask any customers to review your business bear in mind uh, that people have no time to bother clicking and going through many pages just to leave a review to make you happy uh, you need to make it easy and quick for customers to write a review the right timing is crucial and the ideal time is to, to ask is when your customers have made a purchase or you have supplied a service right Yes, absolutely. Another good time is whenever you have a triggered email or autoresponders uh, after a particular purchase. Um, the main advantage of the autoresponder is once you've set it up, it can run itself in the background. So services like Mailchimp or Campaign Monitor have these type of tools. After transaction, you can have a, de a, a delayed follow up on that. I hope you like your service. Would you be so kind as to give us a review? You need to actually embed this in your business process. You don't miss an opportunity to get reviews. So you need to adopt this type of new culture. Be prepared and create a couple of short email templates with links to places where your clients can uh, leave a review. We actually go so far as to make a reviews page for our clients. So whenever whenever our, our clients want a solicitor review, say, hey, just go check out whatever domain forward slash reviews. And guess what we have there? We have a Google uh, Google link, we have a Yelp link, you have a Yahoo review, Bing review, all the things right there that they can click from to get to these different areas. Tell you what, there's a few more points, but uh, we're running out of time. Talk to you next week on uh, a number of different, uh, well, you know, we'll talk to you next week about who knows what's going to be coming up. But uh, <laughs> anyway, good you're stuff. listening. Every good week. stuff every week. This is Edge of the Web Radio. Go check us out, edgeofthewebradio.com. We'll talk to you real soon. Edge of the Web Radio.